how many years have the Scandinavian Film Festival been running? Uh, it's been running four years. Four years, and starting Only in the four, major cities? Right. <laughs> Sorry? Starting in the major cities? Yes, four years nationally. We started uh, nationally and have uh, continued because it just received such a fantastic response. Uh, in the first year, we saw 18,000 uh, admissions in the first year, and then in the in the last year, it was uh, 30,000. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's been going very well. Yeah, so it's definitely been a festival on the increase then. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, why do you think that is? I mean, it seemed to be a vibe that things Scandinavian are mm. getting quite a lot of traction and interest. I mean, is that yeah. something that you've been feeling for, for the film and uh, the movie Absolutely. world? Yeah, I think Scandinavia is definitely in vogue, whether it's cuisine or design or films. Uh, but at the same time, I think what we noticed was that the really terrific Scandinavian uh, noir series that was screening on, on TV uh, really got the audience uh, excited for Scandinavian noir and that, that really uh, built an audience and developed an appetite for it. And so when we opened the festival in the first year and there were some great uh, noir films there, it just uh, immediately found an audience. And um, certainly every year uh, that's the genre that is probably the most popular. Uh, and I think maybe it's, it's what Scandinavia is quite known for. Mm. Um, and, you know, Sweden and Denmark in particular make some great, um, you know, Nordic noir TV series and films. And so uh, I think that that's, um, that's really, really found an audience here. All the films, in, in you know, uh, not just the noir, but I think there's a quality there. There's a craftsmanship that's very, um, you know, respected. People know that Scandinavian cinema is going to be top quality. It's, you know, really good directing, really well-drawn characters and, and fantastic actors. And I think people people come for that. You know, discerning filmgoers come for that uh, that that sophisticated filmmaking. Mm. So, how do you go about then putting together the festival? You know, how do you pick amongst all these offerings? Yeah, well, it's a terrible job. I mean, I have to go to the Gothenburg Film <laughs> oh. Festival and watch films all day. You know, pick the best Poor you. And bring them back here. So. <laughs> Uh, and then, then, you know, even worse, I have to go to Cannes in May. So um, that's where we finalise the program. And uh, and it's really, uh, you know, so really these, these films have already been through such a selection process anyway to already be screened in some of the world's most prestigious festivals, which is where we attend to watch them and select them. So that's why we're, we're really seeing the best of the, the, you know, the films that have come out from these Nordic countries in the last 12 months. Mm. So then personally, you know, you talked a bit about the audience seemed to be responding to, but personally, what is it with Scandinavian films that you really like? Uh, I like the far-flung exotic locations and the snowy peaks and the dark, bleak winters and I guess the sparse dialogue. I'm not really much, I mean, I'm not really one for, um, you know, American films with uh, all that all that heavy dialogue all the time. Everyone's always talking so much. <laughs> I, I prefer more more. Story, focus on the storyline, less mm. focus on special effects, you know. That's mm. my personal taste. Yeah. <laughs> so Scandinavian and European cinema in general is, you know, my, uh, you know personally what I, what I love to see on the big screen. So a bit more return to story-driven uh, driven, uh, movie making. Mm, yes. So this year then, there's, there's uh, uh, 20 movies included in this festival. What are some of the highlights that you think um, we shouldn't miss? Uh, well, the opening night film was The Other Side of Hope, and that's still got a, a number of screenings. And uh, it's a Finnish film by Aki Kurtis Maki, so it's got his, uh, you know, trademark melancholy 
uh, and it's a it's a tragic comedy about a Syrian refugee who stows away in a coal freighter and arrives in Helsinki. Uh, so that's a that's a really terrific film and something a little bit out of the box for people that aren't used to uh, or haven't seen before an Aki Kurosaki film. Um, and I also um, would love to recommend the Swedish film Sunny Blood. Um, which I saw in Gothenburg, actually. It won the um, main award there. And uh, it's an amazing film about a Sami girl, um, a reindeer herder, who is um, forced to go to a boarding school um, where she needs to learn to speak Swedish and um, be more Swedish. In these boarding schools, they taught Sami uh, people to, to... They weren't allowed to speak their own language. They had to learn Swedish language and culture. Um and so that's a really fascinating story and, and really beautifully, beautifully told. And uh, the uh, f- uh, the Swedish movie A Hustler's Diary, which will be the closing movie of the festival this year, can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, well, this is really great fun, and it's uh, you know I thought it was great to close with something that people aren't expecting. You know, a comedy, a Swedish comedy, um, because it's not all about um, you know crime genre films. So this is about a, um, a hustler. Uh, you know, petty street criminal who um, he's a, he's a lovable rogue, and he he lives in um, the housing projects in a, a suburb of Stockholm, and uh, so he's he's getting up to all sorts of mischief. Um, and but at the same time, he's he's keeping his diary, which is something that his father always um, taught him was an important thing to do. So he's writing down his daily um, you know, escapades in this diary, um, but he didn't expect anyone to ever see it. But one day he accidentally drops it and it falls into the hands of a publisher who reads it and thinks it's fantastic and wants to turn him into the next Zlatan, wants him to be, you know, thinks it's going to be, a, you know, a best-selling um, book and uh, make him famous. But of course, you know, he can't. He can't do that. He he wants to be famous. He he likes that idea, but he can't rat out all of his friends on the street and lose his street cred. Um, and he's used it's all their real names in his in the diary. So it's a bit of a, a conundrum because uh, you know he's got on the one hand this opportunity to become famous, rich and famous, and on the other hand, <laughs> um, loyalty to to his his uh, his mate. Uh, and it's really funny and uh, just I think it'd be a really enjoyable way to close the festival. Oh, it sounds good. Now, with with the movies that are participating this year in the festival, any particular themes that you feel are coming out of the Scandinavian countries in terms of what what the filmmakers are dealing with? Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the themes of migration and integration and prejudice and and, and the refugee crisis is something that um, that that pops up a lot. Mm. Um, you know, the other side of hope, obviously touching on the on the refugee crisis with the Syrian character um, and prejudice is covered in probably Darkland and also um, the closing night film The Hustler's Diary with the lead character I didn't mention he's a Turkish Swede um, and so there's um, I guess you're seeing the the prejudice that the Swedes and the, and the non-Swedes living in Sweden are, are feeling and the differences there in, in class and, and, and things like that that are being touched on in those films. In Darkland, it's actually um, a surgeon um, who has a Muslim background and but he's living you know, in, in quite different situation to his brother. Um, he's got a beautiful Danish wife and uh, he, you know, he works in a hospital as a surgeon. Um, and they have a, you know, a, a, a tight-knit group of of Danish friends, but then one day his brother, his little brother, turns up on his doorstep in trouble, and his his brother is, um, you know, in trouble with the gangs um, on the street, and uh, and he needs his brother's help. So, um, you know, you're seeing those two sides of, of Denmark uh, as well. So, yeah, d- different things of integration and and, and racism as well. Mm, the world's mm. colliding for them. In terms of 
ask you two questions. What is your favorite film in this year's festival, if you can be, you know, um, picking up? <laughs> oh, it's always hard to pick one, but I really loved The King's Choice, um, which is a Norwegian film, and it's our centerpiece. Yeah. And it's just a it's a stunning film. It's very well made, amazingly directed, amazing performances. And it's a really gripping story, surprisingly gripping, actually, because it's just set over three days. And it's um, set in 1940 when German uh, ships invaded Norwegian waters. And it opens with this scene of the ships arriving in the calm, you know, beautiful Norwegian waters. And you just think you this sense of foreboding. And, um, of course, the, the, the king of Norway at that time had to um, make the decision whether he was going to let Norway, which was neutral at the time, fall under the rule of Adolf Hitler or if he was going to go to war with Germany. And, of course, that would mean the, you know, the, losing many Norwegian lives. Um, so it was a difficult decision and, and you know, the film is just really beautifully directed and, and, and moving. And if we widen that circle of love, what would be your favourite Scandinavian movie of all time so far? Oh, Favorite Scandinavian movie of all time. <laughs> Just to make I mean, it really easy for you. Films. Um, yeah, uh, or filmmaker, maybe I should say. Maybe that's easier. Oh, or filmmaker. Yeah, I mean, I love Aki Kurismaki. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think when I originally saw The Kingdom by Lars von Trier when it first came out, I don't know how, how long ago that was. That was like a trilogy. long time ago, yeah. And it screened um, back to back. I can't remember where. I remember I was sitting in a cinema for I think seven hours watching that, and that was life changing at the time. Like that, just completely was something completely different that I hadn't ever seen before. And I just remember thinking, "Wow, you know, I just really remember that." Mm. I have to see it again.